Hey guys, welcome to the Digital Designer Show. It's been so long that we have not come up with a uh, a show, and we'll definitely this time will make sure that you will love this part. We are coming with the health, self help, and I just want to say that any habit comes up with two things. One is the decision making ability, and the willpower. And to have a willpower, a strong willpower, you need a strong mental strength. And to have a very strong mental strength, you need a good body, a good and healthy body. So let's talk about health today. So once again, welcome back to Digital Designer Show, Michael Shivam, and with my co-host and dear friend Soumya Dora. Today we have a guest who is not only special but super enthusiastic, super talented entrepreneur. His journey had been inspiring from you know Chennai to US, from IOTA to a beast, from inspired to inspiring, from being an employee to an employer. He has experimented his diet, his body, and he has attained around four to seven percent of body fat target by using his experience of fitness training, approximately twenty years of experience. Let's welcome Mr. Senthil. When I saw his first picture uh, over uh, from a friend of mine, and I really found astonishing because the body he was having it was none less than a star like Rithik Roshan. So welcome to the Digital Designer Show, uh, Senthil. And today we are going to talk about the fitness foundation. Welcome back. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for having in your show. Ah, uh, that's great. You know, it's it's our pleasure, Senthil, to have you in our show. Uh, let's talk about something, Senthil. Let Let's start from you. You have been so enthusiastic in everything. You know, an entrepreneur, a public speaker, a fitness freak, uh, a person who you know who works hours and hours continuously. How you manage everything? What actually drives you? Oh, that's a phenomenal question, and um, that's a great, uh, I think, way to start the session. And uh, basically, fitness meant uh, different things and at different times of my life. As a teenager. I was inspired by like, you know, uh, all the childhood heroes, like whether it's like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or all the superheroes, like, you know, cartoon heroes like He-Man. I was always fascinated by those uh, things. And then I thought like I was interested in like, you know, building muscle. That was my main thing as a teenager in early 20s. And later on, it was like, you know, from building muscle to having an aesthetic physique and having like, you know, building a six pack uh, abdomen. And even after doing a six-pack abdomen, that was not enough. I want to build a competitive kind of like body fat, like four to seven percent, like you said, like a ripped physique. Uh, and then that was not enough too. Then I wa- I was got interested in uh, various aspects of dieting, right? You know, whether it's ketogenic or like in all kinds of paleo, all types of diet to experiment with those diet to see if it is possible to achieve uh, uh, athlete level fitness with various diets. So various stages of my life, it was like, you know, different things that drove me to be fit and to learn about aspects of fitness. But today, it's mainly to take charge of my day. When I say take charge of my day, uh, we all do different things, right? It's just not just me. Like we all bog down in different aspects of life. We juggle various priorities and I'm not in a different boat. I'm in the same boat. And like you said, I'm a businessman. My wife's a businesswoman too. We have two kids. So it's family, work, work-life balance, family life balance, all these balls that we are trying to juggle. I want to do it. Fitness helps me to juggle that very effectively. So when I put my gym shoes and I hit the gym in the morning, right? And that basically charges up. It charges my battery, Right. And I utilize that time to basically organize my activities for the whole day. So once you're charged up and you have all your activities sorted out, you have a game plan for the day. I think that's a, a starting point for having a successful recipe for the day, right? And that's what drives me. So uh, there is no substitute for success, right? If you take every successful day and if you accumulate those successful days, Basically, I believe that it's a setting stone, setting path for a successful life. So that's basically what drives me today to be effective in all the aspects uh, that I'm doing in a day. That's that's really nice, Anthil. So, 
so so next uh, this is something new in our podcast uh, we never done this but uh, this is called mythbusters uh so before moving to the tips and your experiences uh, let's start central uh, try uh, like you know mythbusters uh, there has been so many myths about fitness and especially there are so many myths about uh, fitness and especially belly fats in the internet so you just need to answer yes or no are you ready oh absolutely uh, fire it on so let's start uh, so the first myth that we have is can we lose belly fat in just one week with lemon honey ginger water or uh, green tea or something like any fat cutter diet <laughs> yeah uh, no <laughs> great so the second myth is uh, do eating banana or uh, consuming rice causes our belly fat no but exceptions apply but let me explain those exception part at the end of the mid passage session okay so 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 santal so the third myth that we have is is it possible for anyone naturally uh, to lose belly fat within just uh, one week of time answer is no okay so the last myth that we have can can using vaseline on belly can burn belly fat faster <laughs> that's, that's, extremely, that's extremely funny uh, myth busters man I've, i've came across a lot of myth busters but this one i think i'm seeing it for the first time <laughs> i think uh, the answer is no applying the vaseline on belly probably is going to moisturize your skin but it's no way going to help you to uh, burn your belly fat <laughs> yes I, that's that's really the funny one the last one i felt and uh, i want to ask one thing santil before even going into you know deep dive what actually fitness uh, means you know like uh, like you attained you know around 4 to 7 percentage of uh, you know fat body fat so you call you can you, this this might be your target as the fitness and uh, we'll also showing the listener the picture of your body you know 7% or 4% that was really nice i can see that you know ribs were <clears throat> ribs bones were visible so but how do you know define a target and what fitness actually mean to before even jumping to the fitness what actually the fitness will mean to you know to have a very good healthy or a mindset or you know you yeah, you can understand yeah that's a that's a very good question man like you know fitness quote and quote if you look at the definition like it's basically your ability to move around being agile right being fit and healthy i mean if you look at the dictionary definition of fitness that's what it calls for but why do we approach fitness why do you want to be agile why do we want to be uh, uh, have the ability to move around and stay fit right the fundamental aspect of fitness is well being right if you look at the well being holistically fitness health mindset having a calm mind all these are aspects of a fundamental well being that's what we are trying to achieve and fitness can be a one important aspect one conduit to your fundamental well being right so that's what it is like when you talk about targets that's a very specific thing when i did my my body uh, uh building or like you know fitness journey there are only very few occasions uh, i maintain like such low level of body fat by design humans are not like you know designed to carry such low level of body fat like 4% or anything under 5% is like you know it's not it's not like uh, 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 typical and people do that professional athletes do that bodybuilders do that and uh, because that's that's their life that is what how they make their money right i just did that because i was wanting to try that right so goals are individual right it cannot be generalized and goals depend upon where you are right now right it depends upon how fit are you right now and where do you want to achieve so i would basically define goals based on your current condition based on your current reality and then take the first step to say this is the shortest goal that i want to achieve and you set the step by step by step 
and achieve the goals one after one after one after another, then it will eventually lead you to like, you know, a very, very fit and very healthy life. Exactly, exactly. That's what I was talking. As you said, you know, uh, when we go to two to four percent, we are actually talking about essential fat is two to four percentage. Athlete go for six to thirteen. As you are telling, so what will be as per you, you know, for targeting acceptable something around eighteen to twenty-five something. Uh, so that, that, yeah, that's a very nice question too because we are talking about belly fats and all that, right? Yeah. So healthy. I mean, this is what it is like, you know. If you look at body fat, right, people want to reduce body fat because there is a kind of like a taboo. People think body fat is a bad thing, right? That's another myth too. Body fat is not a bad thing. Too much of body fat is not good, right? Once you reach certain stage of obesity, it's not good. So there are a lot of information in the internet, right? Typically for women, they say anywhere about 40% and men anywhere about 30, 35% is like not good uh, uh, range to be in, okay? Even that said, you will see there are people like, I think the guy name of the guy is like Paul Allen. He's an, he's an actor, American actor. He is like, if, if you put under the uh, metrics of measuring body fat, according to any metric defined by anybody, he's like a fat, obese guy, right? But he's phenomenally agile. Like if you watch his dance move, he, he, is like, he is like a fit person. So carrying body fat doesn't mean, doesn't equate to fitness. There are people who are like above like certain threshold of body fat, yet they're like, they can walk, they can run, they can dance, they can do all kinds of things, right? But the question is, if they reduce their body fat, they're going to be even better, right? So that is the fundamental point. So body fat is not a bad thing. Too much of body fat, yes, it is leading thing to like all kinds of disease, right? With that said, if you achieve for men anywhere around like, you know, 15 to 20%, right? That's a range again. These numbers doesn't mean anything. Your body doesn't no numbers, right? Your mind look at all these information and it's kind of like understanding a logic to figure out what is the measure or a good range to be in, right? Your body doesn't know. If you put food and if you don't exercise, it's going to gain body fat. If you expend all the energy, it's going to lose body fat. So that's all it knows, right? So with that said, I would say anywhere between like 15 to 20% is a healthy range you can target, right? And then you go anywhere below 15%, like 12%, 13%, it's good too, right? Uh, if you want to go to that level and then kind of like have fitness as a lifestyle, that's another thing too, right? It's easy to go on a strict workout regime, strict diet regime, lose your body fat quickly. And then you're not able to consistently do it and then uh, have that part of your lifestyle. Then there is no point to it. Like, you know, you may look good a few weeks or a few months in a year and the rest of the time, it's not good to carry body fat. So when you set the goal, when you ask the question, like what is the good range for me? I basically would say, take all these factors into consideration. What would be, what's your current lifestyle, right? And how can I ingrain fitness into my existing lifestyle, right? And then if, if you take all these things into consideration, and if you're able to achieve 15 to 20% of body fat, maintaining a healthy lifestyle, that's awesome. For women, they tend to store a little bit of more extra body fat. So I would say anywhere like, you know, uh, 22 to 25, it's like phenomenally fit. We are talking like, you know, a good fitness. That said, it's possible to also have like healthy life, very fit life, uh, and also ingrain fitness as your lifestyle with like uh, 12, 13, 14, or even like 10% body fat, it's possible, right? And that's what I do. I mean, uh, 
I've, I've done this for about like, you know, 20 years now. So I know my body, I know how I respond to different types of diet and workout. So I've gained mastery over that repeating that so many times. So I kind of like figured out a way to juggle these priorities in my life and yet at the same time maintain a different, uh, I would not call different, like a decent level of physique. Yes, I completely agree, Santil. You know, and the way you explained it is, believe me, it was amazing to understand it, the point to point. And as you said that we should, before even setting a target, we should know what is our lifestyle, what is our aim. And uh, if we want just, you know, if we have no idea what is our lifestyle and what, we can actually go for 15 to 20% of, you know, target for, you know, which is a normal, uh, you know, consistent for a men. And for women, it can be a bit higher. And as you said that, uh, you know, anything or too much is bad, like fat, like it has been said in Sanskrit that ati sarvastra varjat. So anything in excess is uh, bad because universe try to keep balance of everything. So it was uh, it was nice uh, to know the target we can set it up. That's a good pointer. I think uh, the way you said that in Sanskrit is wonderful. A corollary of that, like, you know, on the opposite side, anything in moderation is good, right? So if you think about what's good, it's okay to have a moderate body fat, a moderate amount of muscle, and so that you can have fitness as a part of your lifestyle, then you have a win-win. Exactly. Absolutely, Santhil. Uh, and I just um, like you know, I just uh, want to appreciate you that you have, you have said that uh, in order to you know get uh, get the physique uh, or the belly fat done, uh, you need to split that uh, task into like micro task. And I have I, I have had a really bad experience with it because uh, in 2017, I guess I I went to a gym for the first time. So the, the gym trainer told me to do 100 squat in the first in, in one go in the first uh, you know first day of my gym so at the end of the 100 100 squat i i, I barely walk and you know i couldn't even uh, um, walk properly so that was a very awful experience of mine <laughs> so <laughs> i understand man that's that is what most yeah. people do right is like I always use the pendulum analogy, right? You swing the pendulum far away on one side, and then if you drop it, it has the tendency to go all the way back, swing back to the other side, right? So you push yourself hard the very first run, right? Then you get tired, right? And then you get demotivated. And then for demotivation, you get the tendency to quit, right? And then you don't want to go to the gym ever again. Right. Rather, if you start assessing your current situation, right, and then what's the realistic goal, right? That's why I say, like, always set a realistic goal that you can achieve. But once you achieve that goal, comes the motivation, right? The taste of there is nothing that can replace the taste of success. So if you approach gym or goal, set a small goal and you'll be successful at it, then you get motivated to push yourself more. And then, yeah, you can push yourself. I'm not saying like you can easily push yourself to like, you know, uh, 100 squats or whatever, right? But if you carry that slowly, step by step, you eventually get there. I'm not saying you cannot get there. I had another uh, story that I would like to share with you and the audience is like, you know, I had a terrible motorcycle accident when I was like, you know, at the end of my college. I was doing my during the very end of my like, you know, fourth year had a... Uh, and then I had a major surgery. I was hospitalized for about a year, right? And after I recovered, uh, my orthopedic doctor said I cannot lift. Right? You know, lifting is out of like, because it, it's going to take certain time to get to fitness. And even if I lift, I cannot squat uh, after a certain weight. But like I trained, I kind of figured out the way after like, you know, years of training, after six or seven years of like regular training, it took slowly, right? I was not even able to squat initially. And then slowly in time, I was able to squat my body weight and then eventually two times my body weight and then finally to 2.5 times my body weight, right? I, I don't think like, you know, doctors believe that I can do that, 
right? So that is the reason why you see that rib physique because like it's intense training. You got to put yourself to a certain level of intensity to be able to achieve certain level of physique, right? So I'm not saying those things are not possible, but when you begin with, you need to have a realistic goal. That's what I did to me, right? I was trying to lift like few pounds and then slowly after a year, my poundage increased. And then after two years, it's it, it you, you build upon your success, right? Once you taste your success, you build upon your success and you start building enough success, then you can easily achieve big things. Yeah, Absolutely. and and what I heard was like you know what happened with Soumya. I'm I, I think that it was because of jealous. You know that uh, Jim Trainer was jealous of Dora. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> he gave hundred squat on the first day. <laughs> That's not that was a very bad experience. Hey, one thing I want to bring this up. I know like you guys did the Mistbusters. There are a few things that I want to touch base on the Mistbusters, if that's okay with you guys. Surely. Sure. Sure. I, I know like there are certain things I said, answers no with exceptions that may apply. One thing is like, you know, eating banana and consuming rice causes belly. That's true, right? But one thing to keep in mind is like, uh, is like uh, uh, the answer is like, Yes, if you eat too much banana and too many bananas and a lot of rice, it's a classic uh, recipe for storing belly fat. But generally, right, generally uh, there is a misconception that rice is bad for you. And banana, yes, it's a bad for you. It's a bad, it's treated as a bad food. But in reality, there are some wonderful health benefits of banana. I use that. I eat banana like every day or like a couple of times a week for sure, Right. And rice, yes, it's part of my diet, right? Even even when I'm like, you know, sub-10 body fat or like, you know, 8 or 9% body fat, I do eat rice. But the catch there is how much you eat and how you eat it. For banana, eating too much of a ripe banana in a very sweet state is not that good, right? But if you take a banana as an yellow color, right? You consider eating banana that's like, just about right. You'll see the banana to be like, you know, yellow, and it's almost also kind of like have a green tinge to it, right? Those are the bananas that I pick. But if you eat those bananas, they're not very sweet, right? They are kind of sweet, but at the same time, if you eat it, it's going to quench your appetite, right? And if you compare the completely ripened banana to a like just ripe or about to ripe banana, in nutrition, there is not much of a difference except for the sweetness, right? So if you can avoid that sweetness and include a banana in your diet as a daily, like that's a wonderful thing. Same thing with rice. People eat rice in excess. When they eat rice, they don't eat just rice, right? In South Indian, typically there's, there's a sambar that goes with it. And after there's another course, rasam that goes with it. And after that, like they put curd, all kinds of things that goes on top of rice calorie by calorie, those things that you add to rice are excess in calorie than the rice itself, right? But we'll talk about that in a separate subject, like, you know, diet and everything, but that's a common myth, right? People categorize banana and rice as like, you know, not to eat things, but those are wonderful things. That's one thing, right? Another thing that I want to bring in the Mythbuster is you said like it's possible for anyone to naturally lose uh, body fat within a week. Is that what you asked, right? The answer is no, but you'll commonly see like people saying or like, you know, uh, some stars like Hollywood stars or whoever, like Bollywood stars going on certain regime workout regime and then they come out in six weeks like a superstar physique right that shows it's possible one week not for sure but a couple weeks or like you know several weeks yes the answer is yes but we can talk about that in a later session too like you know in the later questions but i just want to bring that up what if it, if it means like it's not possible one week for sure but if you take give certain times like six or seven weeks it is possible, but certain conditions apply, boundary conditions or life conditions. It's depending upon where you are in your fitness now, 
right? Based on that, the answer is yes or no. If that makes sense. Wow. Well, Rental, that, that's that's really made me more curious because I have next month, you know, I, I, I like you know, like one month if I take, I might give a Robert Downey Junior a junior, you know, for Iron Man I can give an audition, I can feel like getting right. I, I really want to get that body, believe Absolutely. me. We want to try it on ourselves. Yeah, we want to try it on uh, that's that's an excellent point that you're making here. I think uh, and people who are listening to this podcast may wonder, okay, the six week, if you can get a decent physique, what is that physique going to be, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know the all Robert, the process. Yeah, yeah, the Robert Rowney Jr. or like uh, you initially mentioned Hrithik Roshan, all these people, they can do wonderful things, man. I'm, I'm not saying that's not possible. That's easily possible. But you have to watch, right? You know, these people, they have incredible amount of resources that's what they do for a living right their job is to stand and pose in front of the camera looking so good and they get paid for it right not only they they get paid for it they have the resources to cook food to train them when i talk about resources they have the top quality resources the trainers who know exactly who have like years like decades of experience right uh, I mean, I've done this for so many years, but compared to them, I'm nothing. Like, you know, I don't know enough things. And they typically, some of them, not all, go on a gear. And I say gear, they take all the other supplements. Uh, uh, sometimes, I don't know, like, you know, there's also steroids that comes in place. There are certain things, right? They have all the ammunitions that's needed to get there. That's one thing. Number two, these people are not starting fitness just like uh, you and I, or like, you know, anybody else, like that's not their initial round of transformation. They've probably been there. They've done that so many times. It is just that they got out of shape because some of the movie called for it, right? Probably Robert Downey Jr. or somebody else did another movie where he wants to put some fat. So he, he deliberately did that, right? And then when he wants to lose fat, he exactly know what he needs to do. And he exactly has all the resources so he can go ahead and do that. As a common man, what I would say is like take the inspiration from those people, right? And apply it to our current condition. But one thing is like given all this, one thing I would like to put it out is like I can give the same amount of resources, the same amount of everything, right? And pay people to money to stand in front of the camera and do that, right? To get that level of physique, 90% of the people cannot pull it out because it requires phenomenal amount of devotion, dedication, discipline, right? To be able to do that. And not only that, yes, these people make money. It's it's like, you know, in front of the camera, they, they do all these kinds of stuff, but still there's a lot of pressure on them, right? It's not like eight to five job running movie and then in front of the camera it's like they do that 12 hours a day 16 hours a day and they have to somehow figure out a time to go do all these things it's a lot of stress and that's what makes me like you know hats off to these people who do that despite their all uh odd schedules and hardships the end result is rewarding yes but it's a different ball game right we cannot take that ball game and apply it to us because we are common people we run job we have families we are not doing fitness as a profession right that's how i take it most of the audience right they want to learn about how to be fit for well-being right not to pose in front of the camera so these are two different fundamental aspects of it so when we say naturally lose body fat in six weeks yes but you have to give all this into consideration. If somebody has gone through so many amount of transformation, has done this for 10 years, heck yes, sure yes, it's so easy, right? Two months, they can completely change their physique. But for beginners, we can take all the inspiration, the motivation, and then set a goal and start from there. Yes. So let's um, go to the next step. Uh, so, uh, Ajit said uh, that there is no free lunch or a simple recipe for fat loss, etc. So 
what do you think do they really work uh, what's your take on this until that's a phenomenal question again like there is no simple recipe for like you know the recipe is simple let me put this way right the recipe is simple it cannot get more simpler right you just have to go work out and you have to eat right food and take right amount of rest how how simple can it get right and the beauty about this whole thing you don't have to do any other thing imagine your body is doing the rest of the thing for you your body is working out the magic for you right if you work out there are so many processes that's going inside your body like you know your body heat races you sweat out right that's the saying right that's why they beautifully it's like a famous quote and saying in bodybuilding sweat is your body fat crying right i i like that for some reason like because every time i go i sweat in the gym it, it somehow puts that thing in my mind okay i'm sweating that means my body fat is crying and and if the uh, sweat evaporates meaning all my kind of like body fat is set to evaporate too i think of it like that so the, the recipe is simple but what's not simple is like you know quick shortcuts right people think okay i can eat this 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 i can go on a, a quick uh, workout thing and then see quick results and that is what it's like i would say there is no free lunch for that right but there is a free lunch in the sense like if you do the right thing your body is going to do the right thing for you your body is going to treat you back well right that is the fundamental of well being right like we discussed initially so so i would look at it that way uh exactly sentel exactly and and, and uh, as you said one thing uh, i really liked that point was when we give good things to our body our body reverts back the same way and as it has been said by even you know charles darwin that survival the fittest fittest can only survive in this world uh so uh, and the fitness is you know is a an inevitable criteria in this matter of concern i just wanted to you know say that like when we talk about the people who are involved in the fitness who are you know totally uh, involved in this it's not that tough for them for example if we talk about christian bell uh, starting from you know the machine is when he was you know too thin to the dark nights and where he was you know fit guy to the american hustle when he was you know full of fat like a you know old age uncle kind of too much you know big belly so it was it is tough for them but they have a total team with them that have a complete team which is working for them but most of the people do not have that the most of the people are actually working techies who don't even have time so my Uh, you know the point is that like since most of the people are techy and it is very difficult to manage time how to work out during the hectic office time in short time you know in small short time and even if i you know get time at for example for my example after you know coming at returning by at 8 o'clock after that even i even if i want to do the laziness kills me before doing that so what's your take on it and how you think because you are an entrepreneur and the question because to you you are managing your fitness such a good level you are working so hard from day to you know night you are you know own company holder you have to take different calls many calls you are taking your wife is uh, you know business woman so how you um, you know take on this and your message will be on this point Oh that's a phenomenal question man I think you're you're raising the bar on every question that you're asking which I like it yeah that's a that's a phenomenal question that goes to the uh, meat of this topic right so there are three aspects that you're asking me one is like you know techies and you have a sedentary job and you have uh, no time and you feel lazy actually there is four aspects of it okay let's kind of like look at each one of them right lazy yeah apology i i just made everything crunch apology yeah uh, no worries no worries this phenomenal you you asked a perfect question as a matter of fact all the audience who are listening to it probably it's going in each and every one of their minds like you know okay this is what the current reality is for most of us right so when i say when you say laziness right i don't think people uh, there is like lazy or high energy people or low energy people right i don't think that way because if you have 
laziness as your uh, uh, your it's not a virtue is basically what I'm trying to say. It's not a virtue of anybody. If that's a virtue, then definitely you need to consult a doctor, right? There's a medical condition, right? But people who say lazy, they're not lazy waking up, going to their job, coming back, feeding their family. There's so many activities that they do with energy, right? But somehow after everything is done, they feel lazy to go take care of the fitness part, right? So I wouldn't call lazy, there's an inertia, right? There's a starting trouble there because you're already drained out in your day. And then there is no extra energy to go address the fitness or to begin the fitness. That's one aspect of it, right? Here's how I see it. Like I said, what drives me? I hit the uh, put the gym shoes every day in the morning when I do the workout. What most people don't realize is it charges you up, right? It's not going to kill you. Once you get the rhythm going, it charges you up, meaning like you feel very good. Your blood flow is high and you feel charged up. Your mental thing like, you know, mind, blood so flow, work circulates and your thoughts are like, you know, going at a very fast rate and it helps you organize your day. And then from there, like everything is a success, right? You know, once you have your whole uh, body get charged and you're highly stimulated, you're intellectually stimulated, that's a good starting point. But even if I say this, like I've trained many people, training is not my profession, but friends and family inside, people want like, you know, they ask, hey, you're fit. Can you give some tips? So I tip and I also train them, right? So one thing that I find is like, you know, people, when when they start uh, their fitness journey, they don't have, first is like, you know, the motivation, right? Motivation is the key aspect of it because motivation draws creates energy, right? Once you're motivated to do things, then you're charged, energy automatically comes, right? And then there's a purpose. Once you figure out your purpose, you have a strong purpose, then it combines with motivation to create complete energy, right? There's another side of purpose too, which is like, you know, passion. Some people are automatically passionate about things, going hit the gym, because in my case, I was passionate about like, you know, going hit the gym and then start my gym career. And then it's it's natural. But in certain times of my life, when I was like, you know, trying to do a lot of things, that passion doesn't drive me like, you know. So there is if you have a foundational purpose, right, because I believe purpose creates motivation and motivation creates like, you know, there, if you have a passion on top of it, that helps you drive the whole thing. So that is where most people kind of, I want uh, the messages like people to look at it this way, right? We all have different priorities in life, right? And if you think, consider fitness as a foundational priority, I'm not saying it's the top priority, right? If you consider, or if that's what helped me, right? To juggle all my priorities effectively, because I consider Fitness as a very foundational aspect of uh, purpose. That is the foundational purpose. That is a foundational priority. And if you build all the priorities on top of it, all the activities that you do in a day, then only benefit, not only benefit, the best benefit that you can get out of it is like it will help you to drive or address all these priorities effectively. That's counterintuitive, right? You said you're bogged down with all your priorities and at the end of the day, you get tired. I'm talking the reverse. If you take fitness as a foundational priority, then you get charged up. Once you get charged up, your battery is in full charge, then you go do all your activity effectively. But when you start your day, your battery is not full charge. You're only half charged or 20% charged. Then you don't have enough charge to conduct your activities throughout your day. And at the end of the day, you feel tired again, right? So that is what I think. You consider fitness as a foundational aspect, right? It will help drive all the other priorities. And at least that's what, for all the techniques who have a sedentary job, again, like, you know, there's something, if you look at all these questions, no time, laziness, sedentary job, and you're a techie, right? You're a techie by definition. And if you have a job that's sedentary, that's something out of your control. That is a that is the occupation that you chose, right? 
let's, there's something that you cannot control for the most part. That's how it's going to be. Let's take that thing out of the equation. Okay. Given that, that is your boundary condition. That's your current life condition. What is in your control, right? Your control is being fit and your time is under your control, right? And after I've, I've said this to, on so many occasions, so many different people, and they come back like, I understand all this, but still I don't find time, right? So my basic response to that question is like, if people cannot find 30 minutes, I would say at least 30 minutes in a day to allocate for their fitness. When I say fitness, I mean well-being, right? Well-being is so close to you. That is what drives you. If you cannot have allocate 30 minutes in a day for your well-being, for your personal well-being, then it's a high time to basically consider to reorganize your life priorities, right? Then everything else will fall in priority. Everything else will fall in order. So that's my take on it. And that's what drives me. Absolutely, Santil. And priorities are uh, very important. Uh, I, I, I can say it's very vital, uh, you know, uh, uh, in order to keep a work and life balance. Uh, so the next one, before going to the next one, uh, I wanted, uh, like, I wanted to let you know that this is, like, I am deliberately want to know this. So uh, how long does it take to get rid of belly fat? Because I have belly fat, so I want to know that. Okay, now, yeah, you, that's a great question. Now, I'm going to ask you back, how long did it take for you to put that belly fat? Right? It's not... I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe it yes. happen in a day or in a week. For the most of the cases, it Absolutely takes not. accumulation, right? Yes. So, that's, that is the basic mentality that we talked about, right? There is no free lunch. We said there is a simple recipe but there's no quick recipe, right? So when we talk about getting rid of body fat, I would like to, I usually give this analogy, right? It's a bucket analogy. This is how it works. It's going to help people to understand. Once you understand the mechanics, uh, the way things work, that's going to help you to set the expectations because most of the time people walk into the gym, they expect something totally different. They have the expectations very high. And once you have the expectations high, you set your course of direction in a, in, a, in a very off way. You just go off tangent, right? Once your direction is off, then you're not walking towards your goal. When you're not walking towards your goal, then that causes a big disappointment. Disappointment leads to like, you know, quitting. That most of the time, that's what happens. So basically what I want to talk about now is to understand what's involved in reducing a body fat and how that works, right? So let's go back to our bucket analogy. Say if I give you a bucket and you want to fill water in a bucket and I give you a mug, right? You just take some water, pour it in a bucket, pour it in a bucket and it fills up. And now if you want to remove the water from the bucket, what you do, you just take the water out, take the water out and pour it out, right? And then you get to the bottom of the bucket to take the last bit of the water out to pour it out right? So this is how it works. Your belly fat, right, that you accumulated is at the bottom of the bucket. Meaning, when you pour it, that's the first one that gets filled. When you take it out, that's the last one that's going to go. That's the last one that's going to go out. So instead of thinking as belly fat, removing the belly fat, if you have your expectation as burning your body fat, Right, meaning you're going to lose body fat in your back, your your chest, your biceps, your face, your thigh, your like you know your legs everywhere. Belly fat's going to go down too, and then eventually, at the very fast, you're going to, at the very last, you're going to start seeing all your belly fat coming out. Right? Again, like we talked about different body fat percentages, I would highly encourage the audience to go do a quick Google search, body fat percentages and go images. There's all kinds of like, you know, image that's going to give you a reference point to understand like percentage of body fat, right? So we talked about 15 to 20% a sweet spot. So yeah, that's a good physique, right? You still have fat. Like, like I said, body fat is not a bad thing. You still carry some body fat, but the belly fat, if you want to lose completely, 
right? That's a different ball game. It takes time. It doesn't come off at the first. It's basically the one that's going to go at the last. Once you have that mindset, you walk into the gym, you just set your right goal and you work towards it. You expect what you can get out of it. So you set your direction right so you can achieve the goals easily. Absolutely, Zentil. And, uh, and, and completely, see, see the way you answered the answer. Like, you know, it feels like you had, uh, you know, a juice of good answers early morning. It's amazing, believe me, the way you have told about sin. And when we talk about, you know, uh, as you talk about what is the purpose, you know, without purpose, no one will go to, if it, you know, see a slok in Sanskrit, like Vayaya Mata Labhate Swastha Dirga Ayusha Balam Sukham. So with the fitness, actually, not only the health improves, but you get longer, you know, lifetime and, you know, you get power, you get happiness. So th- this was really, and even I, I, like I will tell a personal experience because since I was in like, you know, army, I wanted to join army. So I, I was very much fitness uh, enthusiast, but one of my friend, when we were in love with that person, so she was not fitness, uh, not fitness. Like she was not at all health conscious. So once I told her that I just want her to be fit. The only reason behind is that we can live together for a longer period of time it's just a personal thing so that was a motivation for her so for people everybody there can be a different motivation and a purpose to actually choose out this uh, fitness that's awesome man good to hear that longevity yeah fitness longevity comes with fitness it's all like you know bundled together it's just uh, another face of the same coin right Exactly. And even I was reading in one of the book, uh, like compound effect that, uh, for example, if you take a problem as not performing, uh, you're not performing well, you might be because of, you know, irritated. You Why you're irritated, you might be because not feeling good. Why you're not feeling good? Because you're not active. Why you're not active? Because you have put on too much weight. Why you put on too much? Because because you are not health conscious. See see the compound effect. I was reading in a compound effect uh, by so exactly. So I want because you have been in so long in fitness. I want your message uh, for the people to the youth. Uh, you know what to take on it and uh, how they should move on with it. Okay, I will. Uh, the way I look at it, like, you know, we've hit some key pointers in this uh, session. And uh, the key, I wouldn't call message, but something I would like to share as a as a initial uh, uh, pointer to the group or to the people is like, uh, consider fitness as a foundational purpose, right? Once you get your battery charged, it's going to help you get you charged. And then it's going to help organize all the other priorities effectively because basically we are talking well-being right it's it's better it's 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 better to prevent uh, things than being like you know uh, then then they say it's uh, prevention is better than cure right so people usually take actions uh, or fitness becomes their purpose of priority only after they fall sick right I think I think if, 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 if we can come out of that mentality and then take fitness as a foundational priority, that's going to help achieve all the other priorities effectively. And that's basically what I want, want, to, want to say in this uh, kind of like the show. Exactly. So today we uh, understood about... Uh the complete fitness foundation, why we actually choose that foundation, why, what will be the, you know, perfect target for everybody, either it's a man or women, what should be the target, what, by choosing what is a lifestyle, what is their aim, whether they want to be athletic or they want to have a just certain, certain, you know, fitness in their life, a normal, and uh, like, what should be the purpose behind, you know, taking fitness as, uh, as a, as a journey because fitness is something you're going to do on yourself not only the we can only enjoy the part of our other life you know wealth and uh, all the part whatever we have earned wealth or you know wisdom only when we are fit like we no one can enjoy the money by just laying on the bed uh, for a long time and uh, 
and so that brings us to the next point is that how we will be attaining this fitness we understood what is fitness how we will be attaining this fitness so the next show will be about the workouts isn't it senthil yeah that's perfect yeah i think uh, uh, people would be more curious in learning about like okay we talked about so many aspects things the and uh, about body fat what's the uh, mechanism of losing body fats and all the other things so i think it's be a wonderful topic to discuss about the workouts like you know what are the different types of workouts that's going to help uh, uh, address or get rid of belly fat body fat all those wonderful things right so i think that that'll be a wonderful next uh, a topic and 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 i must tell you senthil that yeah i must tell you this is not only for the listeners this we are also going to do now today really we understood that why we are going to do all this why what was the need of it and uh, whether we should do it or not what is the purpose and this is journey for us also so uh, this we are going to try them and uh, uh, guys uh, listeners you beautiful listeners what in whichever app or whichever platform you are listening please do follow us so that we will be get encouraged and we will be bringing you up the same thing whatever the platform spotify youtube or uh, anchor or google podcast or apple podcast please do follow us we love you guys every time and uh, so senthil we will be coming up with the next show we won't leave senthil till we get fit let me tell you very clearly and clearly we are not going to leave senthil we will go in front of his house we will stealing his secret formula book i know he is having some book and we will steal that and we won't leave senthil till we get fit not only you listeners we will be also getting fit for that and uh, hey, thank you man that's uh, so thanks a lot for being with us <laughs> exactly so guys thanks for being with us we will be coming up with the next session on the workout section so the fitness section will be going on if you know someone who really interested to be our guest in our uh, podcast please do come with us because our point of view is that everyone has a story worth listening worth sharing worth enjoying with it we want to lift billion lives without even charging you even a single penny because it's it's what we think our purpose in our life for being meaningful uh, gig thanks a lot for being with us do follow us subscribe us and like this video thanks a lot